The views expressed on The Pickleball Show are not necessarily those of the USAPA. The Pickleball Show is the official podcast of the USAPA dedicated to growing the sport of pickleball around the country. Show your support and become a USAPA member today. Visit USAPA.org. From Bainbridge Island to the Villages. Pickleball is one of the fastest growing sports in America. Buckeye to Abbotsford. Time out, baby, yeah! St. George to Rochester and all points in between. If you've heard of pickleball or you already play it, then you know. This is the Pickleball Show. Hello, my name's Wayne Mugley, pickleball lover, and here's the host of the Pickleball Show, Chris Allen. Thank you, Wayne, and welcome to the show dedicated to helping you play better pickleball while having even more fun and meeting new friends who share your passion for this great sport. My name is Chris Allen, and I'd like to thank you for joining us today and also thank everyone who has been sharing the links to the show via social media and telling uh, other folks who play in your local club about the pickleball show. We really, really do appreciate your support. Continuing our conversation with Denise Boutine, half of the duo that bring you RVPicklers.com. Now, last week, we talked about the mechanical side, the similarities between golf and pickleball. And this week, we wanted to dive into what some people say is even more important, and that is the mental side of both of those sports. You've got some interesting takes on how you can use that mental toughness and mental preparation that you have to develop in golf, how you can use that to make yourself a better pickleball player. So Denise, thank you and welcome again this week. Look forward to talking to you. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me talk again. Now, what, as a golf professional, what separated the ones that you, I guess, came to admire their mental toughness from the rest of the group? Was there something that they seemed to have in common? Well, I think being able to, if you make a mistake, being able to go forward from that and not live in the past, you really have to stay in the present. They talk about NFL quarterbacks that the most successful ones are the ones with the shortest memory. Well, and that's because that you have to have that. And that's true with any great athlete, regardless if they're professional or not. But they, the professionals definitely have to have that because otherwise they wouldn't stay where they are. Well, I can't tell you how many times I still, you know, I'm playing and I'm still in my head, though, I'm playing the point from one minute ago or, or five minutes ago. And right. uh, I'm not in the point that I'm playing right now. I'm still back there trying to correct a mistake that I made a while back. And then what do you do? That leads to making a mistake in the future. And, uh, <laughs> and then it's a vicious cycle you get into after a while. Well, it's interesting that you should bring that up because it's kind of the it's the same thing in my golf career. We did a lot. I did took some several seminars on the psychology or the mental side of golf, and it was just sports in general. And there's an interesting your brain really doesn't know the word don't. And it only it only remembers your last thought. So if you're thinking about a mistake you made, you're concentrating on that opposed to what's the what's at the present moment. Yeah. The biggest similarities as far as all sports are concerned is staying in the present. And if you can let it go, you're better off because there's also a saying in golf, you have to have your full attention, attention and intention on the shot you're about to make. So if you don't have both of those in there, you're not going to be able to make the shot. And it's one shot at a time. Same thing in pickleball. Of course, in golf, you're by yourself. So you set up your next shot. Where in pickleball, 
pickleball, your partners or your opponent sets you up. So in pickleball, you have to react to something that's coming at you or what somebody else did. In golf, it's all you and the golf course. Either one can be difficult. Golf, you can get in your own head and make it even worse. In pickleball, you can have the opponent and yourself and the net. So you have like three opponents opposed to one opponent. Now, one thing that I've developed, a little a little mantra that I say in my head, and it does keep me in the moment, kind of keeps me grounded in the present. I tell myself, you can't win the game. You can only win the point. And you, can, you can't win the point. You can only win the shot. And mm-hmm. that, that keeps me focused just on the shot that's right then and there. I try to just break it all down into into the smallest piece. And really, for me, the smallest piece is just this shot that's happening right now. And I define winning the shot as, say, on a serve, winning the shot is if it's deep into their backhand. Uh, then I count that as, a, all right, yes, you won that shot. On a return, you know, if it's deep, obviously, and keeps them back, I feel like, yes, you won that return. Different things count as a win for different shots. And, uh, you know, getting them to hit up on the ball. If I hit a dink that's soft to where they can't do anything with it, they just have to hit softly up on the ball, I'll count that as a win. No, I think that's great that you do that. I mean, everybody has their own way of breaking it down, but I think that's that's a really nice way to break it down because it's true. It's, it's the shots, each, the shot makes the point, the point makes the game. And if you, and it's, a, it's an accumulation or a running of shots and points that win a game. And if you try to force the game, it's not going to happen. Same thing with golf. If if you try to shoot a score, you're never going to get there because you're not concentrating on each shot that makes the score of that hole. And it's the string of hole shots, I mean, scores that make the, the total score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that old old saying, what was it about? Watch the pennies and the dollars will take care of themselves or something. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, it's yeah. Probably, that's the same similar analogy, <laughs> yeah. right? And the other thing is consistency. I think people, they need to know when to take a risk. And the same thing with golf. I see too many people be too risky and they try to, to make a winners and winners don't win games. It's unforced errors. And if you can out do less unforced errors, you're going to be, that's more of a win for you right there. And you're going to win more games, the less unforced errors you make. Well, and they've had those YouTube videos. I'm sure you've seen them where the people will look at uh, a match like on at nationals or something and they'll say, all right, you know, I looked at every one of them and uh, 60% percent of the time the person that pulled the trigger you know and started a a battle up at the line you know they lost uh Mm -hmm. you know two-thirds of the time so whoever pulls the trigger winds up being the loser when is a good time to take a risk both in golf and in pickleball i'm not a real risky player in either one but if i were to do that i would take a risk in pickleball when i'm serving more so than when i'm receiving because if we're serving we just lose the serve we don't lose a point in golf, I really don't take a lot of, it depends. I mean, if the, if I'll take a risk, if there's nothing, no danger for me to run into, mm-hmm. I mean, if there's no water in front of me or the you know, bunker is close to the green, that's okay. But if it's a long green side bunker, I won't take it, meaning a sand trap, right. I won't take a risk. I think, um, again, in golf, the risk reward is some people will go for something and unless, you know, if I have a, a short shot and I'm hitting something really, really well that day, I might take a risk, but I'm, I'm really not a big risk taker when it comes to playing golf. And that's probably, and that's what I taught students. I said, if you want your handicap to go down, it's not how far you hit the ball. It's how you get the ball in the hole and how you work on your short game. So um, in pickleball, the risk I would take is um, again, when we're serving and if we're ahead 
I definitely wouldn't take it if we're a uh, game point and we're you know, if we are, we're not serving and if I take a risk, we lose the point in the match. I would definitely not do that. Now, what um, what are some other uh, mental similarities between golf and pickleball, Denise? Well, the biggest thing is and the only way you're going to get better and to change if you get upset on, on the court is you're going to have to start practicing mental toughness while you're playing. But also when you practice and this goes along with this, there's a thing in golf. You want to make your drill become your skill. And that means that you have to be able to take whatever you're learning and working on and forget about the score and integrate it into your normal play so that your brain gets comfortable with this new habit, what you're trying to develop. Because when you're warming up and just dinking or when you're just practicing putting, there's no there's nothing at stake. There's no pressure. Mm-hmm. So, so you're relaxed. You're, there's no tension. Your mind is just like, oh, what the heck? It doesn't matter. But now you add winning or making a putt that makes a difference. And if you don't practice that, you're never going to integrate that into your game because winning is at all costs. So the only way that you can change what you do is make whatever you're practicing become your skill. And to do that, you have to implement it while you're playing and forget the outcome of the results of whatever you're trying to do, because eventually it will become a, a habit. But it won't be unless you actually let it happen. I hope that's not confusing. I, I think you understand what I'm saying. I do. I think you have to, like, you at first you're conscious of it, but you have to eventually offload it into your subconscious, and then it yes. becomes a habit that you don't have to think about. Right. But you have to forget about the outcome. Just like if I was working on a, a new shot and I go play golf and I'm not that familiar with it, I can't be concerned about whatever score I make on that hole because I'm going to mess up because I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, I, my subconscious doesn't know how to do it yet. And that's the same thing in any sport. So you have to make sure that you integrate your drill and make it your skill. And sometimes in pickleball, it seems like you just get on a, on a bad jag and you dig a hole for yourself and you cannot for whatever reason, seem like dig yourself out of it. Well, the one thing about golf and pickleball is that in golf, there's an, I mean, you can blow up one hole and then get it back and come back. In pickleball, you might just have to let it go for that game, or that's when you call a timeout and just say, okay, get it out of your head and, and come back and then see if you can do it. Because a lot of time in pickleball, you're just breaking the momentum of the other side, which can get you out of your funk. And it's definitely worked for you. I know 2014 Nationals, you took the uh, the women's doubles gold for the 55 plus. You're looking forward to the U.S. Open coming up uh, this year in 2017? I am. Um, actually, it should be fun. It's a, They did something a little differently, too. They separated um, more skill levels, which is nice. I think they really listened to what people in their feedback of the survey. So it, it should be a great tournament. Sounds good. Well, hopefully we'll see, uh, see you and Nancy down there. And until then, we'll keep reading all about what you're up to on rvpicklers.com. And Denise, always a pleasure to talk to you and look forward to doing it again. Okay, Chris, thank you. And we'd like to thank you for joining us today as well. Hey, have you gotten your copy of the top 10 tips from Pickleball's three greatest coaches? Coach Mo, Deb Harrison, Prame Carnot, all together in one quick study guide that will definitely take your game to the next level. It's absolutely free. You don't need a credit card. All you need is an email address. Just head over to freepbxclub.com. 
That's free, pbxclub.com. We'll send it right out to you. Also, head over to iTunes, hit that subscribe button. You'll never miss an episode of The Pickleball Show. Plus, if you feel it's appropriate, leave us a five-star review, which boosts us up in the rankings and makes it a lot easier for other pickleball players around the world to find this show. I'm Chris Allen. This is The Pickleball Show. And until next week, keep them low. The Pickleball Show was brought to you by PBX Club. PBX stands for Pickleball Excellence. Join today and get the latest pickleball tips and strategies, news, and opinion. Save money on paddles and other equipment with coupon codes to online pickleball retailers. Get travel discounts to tournaments and a whole lot more. How much does it cost to become a PBX Club member? Well, it's free. Just go to freepbxclub.com. That's freepbxclub.com. There's even a link in the show notes for this episode. FreePBXClub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free.